Tying run, first pitch. Ground ball to Moe. Gets open, race to the bag, and he's out. Hi, this is RVJ. You're listening to the number one podcast dedicated to the YMSL. Now here's your host, Zach Eskenazi and Jackie J.T. Towell. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the J.T. and Z podcast show. Uh, Z, welcome <clears throat> back, man. J.T., thank you. Uh, great to be here once again. Um, we got some exciting things as always, and we don't want to waste any time. So without further yes. ado, we will bring in the 1998 rookie of the year, the league historian, none other than Sandy Shallon. Sandy, welcome. Thank you guys. Really, really great to be here. Uh, you guys are doing great things and, uh, it's an honor to be uh, in your presence on this podcast. Yeah, well, uh, Sandy, listen, you're really the perfect guy. What you've done for the league the last couple of years, you're really a staple on the sideline. If you're not there, uh, it's just it's not the same. And I can speak on the whole league uh, for the whole league when I say that. It's not the same when you're not there, especially uh, you love to come around the postseason time. Yes, I, I, I do appreciate you saying that. I don't know how much I add to the league, but, but I do what I can. And uh, I, I love to come always. Uh, the issue – I have is during the regular season, uh, my kid, usually my son, I only have one son left that really plays Little League and DSN and all that. He, he usually plays Sunday mornings and his season is over when this postseason begins. So that's when I really am able to come a lot more. But uh, as you know, I love being around the league. I always have. And uh, watching the league grow uh, into what it is really is uh, it's just been unbelievable over the last few years, especially. It's really yeah. perfect. It's really perfect that you come around postseason time because that's really when we prefer you. Uh, and you know the whole <laughs> league. And you know the whole league, league uh, historian. I think we should scratch that name. I think really, I think you're really the playoff World Series analyst. You know, you're like a John Smoltz. You know, I think that's a much um, bigger role than than just the historian. Listen, I I, I do my best. When I can you do a heck of a job, um, you, know, you do a heck of a job. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I, I, I love, like I said, I love the league. I love the game. Um, I love to analyze the game, especially with Norman. Uh, he and I, you know, we've always done stuff like this our whole lives. And, uh, you know, it just, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, something that I really, you know, that, that, that the thing that makes it really amazing for me is, is, is what this became since really since Norman, uh, took over, and I, I didn't really plan to be as involved as I am, but the first year he, he covered the draft, I came with Jay-Z, and we didn't have any, you know, we don't discuss anything before we go on, and that like that, we really just had an amazing night one when Jay-Z was doing that whole thing of not to pick but to trade. Incredible. And, uh, or whatever he, you know, whatever he was saying, and, and, it just, and it just became what it is, and I think you know, that's the beauty of the league that we can come on and, and talk about the game like it's really a Major League Baseball game 
Um, and not everybody knows if I'm serious or not serious, or is this guy really covering YMSL like it's baseball, or is he just is he just <laughs> screwing around? And and that's what makes the league unbelievable because there's a need for it. People love it. People love to you see the highlights and see, you know, everything that goes on. Um, and 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 you need all of that to make this what it is. Definitely. Um, we know you wear many hats, you know, um, the draft and, you know, playoff analysts, like JT said, and you, you're calling the games. So uh, you add some much needed uh, color and much appreciated. I know the whole league uh, really enjoys it. Um, but I, I just want to ask, like, what is it that keeps you drawn to the league? Obviously, you played uh, for a while and uh, you were a good player from what I've been told. You know, I was young, but. I was told you were a very capable player and I'm not sure when you last played, but I was told that you're still able to play, but you know, what is, <laughs> what is it that keeps you drawn to the league in the capacity, you know, that you're in now? I, I think that it's, I, you know, it's just always been something that I've enjoyed from when I was, I, baseball is my favorite sport. I always loved baseball. My father played, you know, in this league for many years from as long as I can remember, I remember being, you know, seven or eight years old and going to games and I always love to go. Uh, you know, I, I just always love to go. I always love being around the league. The league was always a serious league that everybody took very seriously. And I always loved that. Um, I loved the intensity of the games. I loved how, how, how into it everybody got. Um, and, and so, you know, then I naturally, I always knew I was going to play. I did play for, Probably, I think four or five years only. Uh, you mentioned, I, you know, I won, I did win Rookie of the Year. I was a, I was probably an above average hitter and a below average fielder. Um, that's that's probably you know the best way to describe me. Um, I wasn't a, a difference maker, you know, but I was a very capable bat in the lineup, and I loved it. But um, my work took me uh, away from the league. I worked Sundays for most of my life. And uh, so I had to, I had to stop playing. Um, but I always stayed around the league because I just, my friends were always in it and I just always, always loved it. Then when Norman, you know, took over, well, actually I really, I came back really uh, during that year with the Expos. That was really um, right. because I, I was their manager. 2013. And I, yeah. 2013 is when I really, you know, came and, and I did that for a few years with Norman's teams um, and, and then it became this, it became where, you know, I did whatever I could covering, you know, the playoffs, covering the draft, covering the year, spring training, whatever I could do. Um, but it just has always been, you know, a part of me, the league. And I always loved, loved being, being around it and a part of it. Well, you're a tremendous character. It's unbelievable to have you listen, Sandy, um, that, that goes into my next question. Um, what made you. How come you weren't around in the Bobby Morabia era? I understand you were there. I was there around. The... Wait, well, one second, Sandy. I don't know about that. Listen, you were <laughs> you were around you, you were around with the Expos. You were yeah. around with the Expos. We get that. But now, all of a sudden, and I understand Norman's your friend, so I guess that's really what made you feel more, you know, easier to be more involved. But you know, you really weren't around as much, and I, I'd like to know I, why. I I I I played in the Bobby Morabia era. So the years that I was in the league, I was, you know, he, he was the commissioner. When I left, I always, you know, whenever I could come on a Sunday or whatever, I would come. If I get home early from work or uh, if there was an afternoon game or whatever it was, I would always like to come. 
Um, I did not do, you know, at that time, Douglas Dweck uh, was a part of the of the league. They did the the uh, Douglas yes. shows. That's what they called them. Norman did and you, Douglas. Did you used to watch them? Did you watch them? I at used all? to watch them. I was on a few of them. I did used to watch them. Um, and you know, that was the league at that point. Norman was, was more involved, um, in that, in that, uh, capacity. Um, I just didn't have the same role as I had now. Um, and you then took, I you took over, I, you, took, you took over the Douglas role pretty much. I guess and, so. And, and, guess and then so. some, and then some, because Douglas was never, some. he was never the world series analyst, playoff analyst like you were. That's for sure. No, it, it's different. It's definitely different. And again, like you say, when, when, when I came in 2013 was still Bobby was still running the league. That's when I came came on as the manager. And then I, you know, I did it the next two years with their teams. They were the Indians and then the Peaches. And you know, we had a few years that we were that we did it together. Uh, one of your teams also, J, uh, JT, um, the team yes. that went to the World Series. Yes, so, and, and I know, was upset. I was, and I was actually a little upset that season because I thought you would be around much more. And I remember clearly coming to coming up to you telling you say. Uh, Sandy, I need you more at these games. I thought you'd be more involved. And at I remember that time, I was working. Me. I was still working at that yeah, time. Yeah, so, so I, I, was I was working. I was, I was coming down. as I could. I, I was you. very I let down. You. I was very let down. But listen, it's uh, we had a great year that year, and you were there for the postseason like you usually are. So that was great. Uh, Zeke, but no, I fun. always had a good relationship with Bobby. Um, just I wasn't, uh, you know, I wasn't. Employed as I am now, I wasn't. Uh, I didn't get the roles that I that I'm getting now. Yeah, it's no, it's no doubt that your roles now are incredible. Uh, you know, like we touched on, but you've been around the game a, a long time uh, in many different eras. Of course, uh, compare yes. compare for us uh, some different eras in the league. You know, maybe a little now to back then, or 80s, 90s, 2000s, and 2010s. You know, the current era. Um, you know, just compare yeah. us a little. What's different about the league? What's better? Maybe what's worse? I think the I think the the, the talent right now is the best. I, I think that um, no question. You, you yeah, you guys now. Um, if you look at you know, I we have we're lucky enough. Eddie Beta, who's a league legend, um, had the foresight when he was playing in the early '80s, early to mid '80s. They, he had Sonny Mizrahi, may he rest in peace, from Video Magic come video all of his games. And we were lucky enough to get the games and get them on YouTube, uh, whatever whatever we had. I wish we had more. But you can watch these games from 84, 86, 87, 82. And one thing you see about the league, it was so intense. And so many people came to watch it. It was unbelievable. But the talent was not what it is today. There's no question. When you got to six or seven in the lineup, you were, you know, you were, you were, you were going to get out of the inning. Um, and I think that even continued into the into the '90s and into the early 2000s. I think the, the league is much, much deeper now. Um, they really, you have teams when you see them, they have no breaks in the lineup. Um, people work out more. People train more. There's much more, you know, access to things like that. So uh, that translates in the talent. Um, I don't think you can get as intense as the, as the original guys got, though. I, 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 you know, um, guys like my father and Sammy Ashkenazi and uh, Red Nesser, the Brahas. I mean, you can't, you can't get as intense as those guys got, in my opinion. 
Um, you know, so today, yes, the league is great and it's very serious and the guys do get intense. But in those days, there was nothing like coming to a game, coming to uh, a World Series game and seeing the, the, the people packed down the, down the, you know, down the uh, baselines. You see it now. The last few years, we've seen it. We've been lucky enough to see it. Um, but that's, you know, I think those are, are, are some differences that I see. Um, also, the fast pitch. I mean, we always talk about it. When the league first started, it was a, it was a slow pitch, two swing league, which is, you know, much wow. different than it is today. Yeah, that was that was. I, the, I don't think many people know that. Yeah, I, if, until 1984, the league was a slow pitch, two swing league. Um, and so it was a much so different ball, game. So foul ball, you're out. Yes, your father played in this. Your father, uh, JT, played in this type of a league. He actually won the World Series in '83 in a slow pitch league. One, you know, wow. his first couple of championships came in that regime. So yeah, if you you got two swings, if the second swing is a foul ball, you were out. Um, so you, you you'll see some of these old videos. You see the guy saying, "Let it go foul, let it go foul," because it's strike three. And uh, so the pitcher, he still was important, but he wasn't what he is today, the pitcher. Um, and, 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 and hitting, obviously, much easier when the guy's not, you know, the guy's not yes. throwing a fastball. So it was, it was a much different, um, different league. And then, obviously, you know, the biggest difference I see today is, you know, in terms of just the, the coverage that we're able to provide. Um, which we were, you know, it was impossible to do then. For sure. But the fact that you were doing a podcast, I mean, and this is obviously we say it all the time, but it's true. It's a testament to Norman. Um, you know, 100%. When, when he when he came on, um, his his imagination and his talents and his and what he's able to do, um, there's really nothing like it. And from from, you know, it's really a twelve month a year league. I mean, you don't yeah. get much of a break. We're sitting here in December. Talking YMSL, um, and and you have an audience for that. So, uh, you know, and like I said, it, you know, it started right from when he when he took over, um, and and you know the league is great because they they crave it and they want it and they love it, and so you know when you're seeing that and you're getting the feedback, you want to keep doing it. Yeah, there's yeah, no doubt he uh, reinjected some life into the league, uh, much needed. Norman, Norman, what the job he's done is. Is is not even it, it's it's in, it's the best job ever done in history of, of the league. Yeah, he could retire today. He could retire today and be a Hall of Famer tomorrow. I don't think. And Bobby, Bobby also, Bobby did a great job with the league yes. as well. Oh, I mean, Bobby took it from when he took it over. He took it to different levels. He started this thing with the with the with the with the weekly shows and the interviews after the game and highlights. Okay, it's gone to another level now, but. You got to give him credit too, because he took the league over and he made no it, you know, something that was great as well. Um, I, I actually would ask you guys the same question because you guys both, I would say, have been around the league since you were kids. I mean, uh, JT, your father was playing from before you were born. Um, you know, he was famously this video of him. He was engaged to your mother, I think, in '82, maybe or something like that, '83. And uh, and he was in the World Series, so you grew up around it, and you too, um, Zach, because yeah. your father played many years. I played with mm -hmm. your father; he was playing before me. Your uncles, um, so I would say you guys grew up watching the league, and then going into play it. You played in a couple of different eras. What's 
What do you see as players? Because I'm just an, I'm really just a spectator. I played a very short amount of time. What do you guys see as players playing through those different eras? Um, I'll t- I'll give you the biggest difference is one is the depth of the league and the star. Not not only the depth, it's the star talent. Uh, it used to be like Ali Marshall, Mo Shama, like these guys would never be able to have a chance to play together. It would always right. be one star per team. And if you were lucky, you'd get two stars on one team. And the pitcher was bad. The pitching was really bad. So the pitching was a huge difference. Now, each team has a super team. Each team has three to four stars per team. And that's never been done before when I was a rookie or even the first five, six, seven, eight, even maybe even more, nine years playing. It never happened like that. So that's one of the biggest differences to me. And then also like the bats, the bats that people are bringing to the field. Right. Right. Um, it, it's it's insane. I mean, people are bringing three, four bats a piece to the field, all with these special technologies and things. And it's just, uh, you know, these bats are loaded, which I really don't like. But hey, you know, it is what it is. They used yeah, to play with I, wooden bats. Yeah, and I would That's say crazy. like like mostly um, the the few you know stark differences that I remember is just like growing up going to the games just like you like you touched on sandy the pure intensity um of these games and the the fights and the brawls and yeah. the cursing yeah. that used to break out uh i thought it was normal when i first broke into the league you know in 2011 i thought it that's you know the way to do it that's the acceptable way obviously you know when norman took over the league cleaned up a lot and we're much 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 better off uh that way and just, you know, worry about the playing as opposed to the talking. But, you know, the, in that era, that's what I witnessed. That's what I saw. I, yeah, a lot of I agree. Craziness I, 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 and, absolutely. Yeah, and I, I agree. You know, from when I from when it's funny because you talk about that, you know, the difference really was it went from when I was a kid there. I used to go that. I mean, you didn't go two weeks without seeing a legitimate fist fight. You, yeah. you would you would see a fist fight in the 80s. I think, you know, as those guys really retired and went off, it became more of a trash-talking thing, cursing and trash-talking. You didn't see as many fights. Right. Um, you know, it was – I think the guys were, were probably a little tougher uh, back back then. Um, different era with now, the phones and yeah, the recording. Yeah. and It's different. It's different. But there were – I mean, I as a kid, I remember – personally remember, you know, five or six crazy brawls where fields emptied and, just, you know, crazy – crazy fights um and and that's just what the league was could you elaborate on the biggest brawl that you've ever seen i know this i remember i i i remember when i was it was 1987 so i was uh eight years old there were it was they were up to the semis and at that time they were playing on dow avenue um dow avenue i don't know if you remember had two fields like like across from each other so you could really stand in the middle and watch both games. Uh, my father and your father were on the same team, JT. That was the 87 Armed Forces. And your uncle, Jackie Braha, was on that team too. Wow. Zach. So those three guys, and my, my, my father was on his field playing in the, in the semis. And uh, AB pitcher Cohen was on the other field playing. Um, and they're a, a, a legitimate all-out brawl broke out. I believe Morris Mystery was 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 I was involved, um, and benches clear, whatever. And then the field that our 
our fathers were playing on also cleared. So four teams oh were, my in, God. were on the field at the same time. Some were trying to break it up. Some, were, But it was all out mayhem. mayhem. I'll, I'll never forget it. I mean, I watched my father have a fist fight. Um, his, in his last year, I watched him have a fist fight at third base. Uh, he was on third base. Somebody said something to him, and he and he and he punched the guy right on the spot. And uh, oh, they wow. had a fight. Whatever. My father got thrown out of the game. I mean, I just it, you know I've seen many, many, many different things, and uh, and 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 obviously that part of the league not not having that is is great now, um, and not having all the trash talk and all the other stuff, which you still get. I mean, you're gonna get it, but um, you know, I was always a big. You know, just do your talking on the field with you with your glove and your bat and all that. I know the other stuff is part of it, and you need it, and it gets the team going and all that. But uh, in moderation, for sure. Uh, Sandy, um, and then just one other quick thing before I get to my next question. You know, also the biggest difference is the fielding. We and in, in, when I was a rookie and in the first couple of seasons playing, you couldn't even field a team. Like you used to throw a guy at short center. You throw a guy in right, right. your pitcher was lousy. Right. Like, it was insane. Now, now if you don't have a stud in right and a backup stud in right, you're, you're, you're screwed. I mean, it's, it's crazy. No, so, it, it, the depth uh, is, the depth is legitimate. Yeah, so uh, my next question, here's a quick one. Um, did you ever win a ring? And, and either you're the most humble man in the world that we don't know about it because you've been around that cup all day or or you never won one so i never won i never won as a player i never wanted to, I, I like i said i played four or five years i went to one world series um in my third year we went to the world series and it was a great it was a very fun year i played with all my friends we were very young um good trivia question is i was actually traded for the great elliot braha um that year uh don't think one for one don't no, no, no! It was like it was like a four for two deal. It was it was like a very big trade that was made early on. But like myself, Eddie Rishti, and a couple of other young guys were traded to the same team. Um, and I was with all my friends. We played in a classic five game semifinal series. We were down two nothing and won three games in a row. Um, to beat JD's team at the time, Marishama, those guys. Um, we put, yeah, we had, we had a game get called because of darkness that we had to continue. It was like a classic series that took three or four weeks Ep- to finish. Epic. And uh, we went to the World Series. We played Ike, Adid, and Eddie Michon. And uh, we just, we ran out of steam um, at that at that point. And they, 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 they think they won in four. But that was my closest that I ever came. Um, and you know, like I said, I didn't have many opportunities, but I never won as a player. Now, hey, Z, Z, I have one more quick one since it's, it's it connects with it. Uh, Sandy, being that you never won, I mean, and you love the cup, you love the league, and you're always saying how this guy won and that guy won. Don't you? Think, <laughs> you know, you don't you don't have the feeling that you want to get on that cup. You don't have that. I'm on hurt. the cup. I'm on the cup as a manager. No, forget um, that. Forget I know, that. Yeah, I know. That, I know. Yeah. I, do I? Ha- I, mean, I really I don't. Pretty cool though, Sandy. That is pretty cool, and I'm actually happy that you are on the cup. Even though it's a GM role, which is actually an important yes. role, but yes. but I, yes. you know you don't think you want to get on as a player and raise nah. it. I don't have well, the itch to do it. Yeah, Sandy, please, uh, you know, confirm that you yes, were offered a spot. That, well, I was. I was just going to say the 2020 swimming yes, championship. I was. Team. I was. It's, it is true. First of all, somebody said earlier in this interview that I still could play. We don't know if that's true or not. 
Um, at, at best, I could get in the box and possibly, you know, get a hit here and there. Uh, you yeah. definitely can't put me in the field anywhere, I don't think. Um, well, I'm not in bad shape. Regar- regar- Sandy, regardless if you come back or not, we got to get video of you swinging the bat because Norman talks about how you're, how you're not even a good hitter. He said you're a great hitter. So I got to see a, you swing. I was I definitely mean, above average. I was above average as a hitter, definitely. I mean, I won the rookie of the year, be- I guess, because of my average, you know, um, right. at the time. That's so, usually so, what does it. Yeah, and it was it was in a good class. My rookie of the year was in a good class. Um, my, the other nominees were Eddie Rishti and Maurice Acaria. Wow. So, uh, yeah, it That's was, it was in a good class. It was in a good class. But, yes, Zach called me. Um, not, Zach didn't call me. Jigga called me. Jigga called me uh, before the 2020 season. I believe Joko. Uh, went out with an injury, and they yeah, basically told out me after the COVID break. Oh, the COVID, right? As they basically told me, you can, you can be on our team. You can name your role. You can do whatever you want. You can not come. You could come. You could hit one game. You could hit two games. You can never hit. You just tell us what you want. I mean, you're obviously not going in the field, and uh, yeah. and you know, Sandy, if you're Sandy, if you're not coming back after a COVID, if they're three months being locked up in your house. Uh, it's safe to say you're not coming back. Yeah. I don't think I'm coming back. The only thing, the only thing that could get me to come back, and I still don't think I would, is when my my son is a junior in high school, um, and he plays on his school team. He's a pretty good player. Um, I don't know. I mean, to play with him might be cool, but uh, I, I I just don't see it. I don't know. I just don't see it happening. Okay, it's good to know. Um, hopefully, I'll draft your son. Maybe get you too. Um, that would be nice. Uh, tell us, you know, some of, uh, the greatest players that you've seen, uh, across, you know, your time in the league, uh, so just hard. Give us a so hard. you know, yeah, yeah. there's, so there's many. been many, I mean, obviously, you know, if you, I just span through the, 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 the different eras. I mean, Red Nesser, absolute legend. And I actually played with him. Uh, he was a pitcher on one of the teams I was on. Um, just such such a competitor, such a great all around player, pitcher, hitter, um, brought everything. Ike Yadid. Babe Ruth, the Babe Ruth of our generation. Yeah, our... absolutely, absolutely. Ike Yadid, to me changed the game. He changed. He's the first real to me dominant pitcher. Where if you got him, you knew you were going either to the you know you were going deep in the playoffs or getting to the World Series or winning it. Um, you know they come to mind right away. Uh, Jackie Hadid, Jackie Braha, Elliot Braha, um, you know, guys that were just unbelievable. Um, Marishama, uh, you know, there's just so many. Um, I, I'm, I'm going through, I'm just trying to go through, yeah. you know, when, when I was playing and when I was watching today, uh, so many guys that, I mean, you both are just, you know, amazing players doing it. JT, how long are you in the league for? Um, 2007 was my rookie year, so I think this wow. is like wow. this. This is going to be my 18th, 17th, yeah. 18th. Season. I mean, nobody, wow. nobody, nobody, nobody realizes that. I think. Um, and Zach, similar, no? I mean, you're not playing 18 yeah. years, but you got to be T- playing 20, 2011. Um, I yeah. jumped in. This is my 12th season out of 13 years. I missed a year, so. So I, you guys remember... are you guys are serious veterans at this point that nobody really still top players. Um, still performing at a level that you you did when you were kids, um, and and I think I think that really goes unnoticed. That that you know, 
you guys are top players and people, I, I still look at you as, you know, the kids that played when I, when I was, you know, coming, uh, you know, when I was watching the league. So I, I think yeah, you guys I, really get a lot of credit for that. Yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate the, the, the kind words. I, I remember when Z was a, a, a rookie, I remember him coming in the league and Richie Brown. I remember brought also. Him in. I, I, it's, Marlins? it's insane. And now, and now it's a, uh, no, it's and Rippin. Rippin. he was a little, he was a little kid that was in right field. And he changed the World Series. We played against him. And I remember to start the season, we swept them there early on in the season. And we mold them. And we were the one seed. We were the Dodgers. It was I was the captain of that team. We had a great team. We stole Nathan Zalto. It was his rookie year. We drafted him. Wow. Uh, I, knew, I, I remember knew the Dodgers. From, I, Yadid, Yadid I, was your pitcher, no? Yadid was our pitcher. I stole Nathan Zalto. He was a rookie. I knew him from high school. We went both went to Mag and David for, for – I went to Mag and David for one year. So I, I met him there. He was a beast. So I brought him in. Yeah, he's good. And we, we 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 mold we mold them in the regular season, but what changed their season around was obviously AB Sackett doing his thing. He was known to come back from being down one, you know, one they were one in five. We swept them to, to make them one in five. And what changed their season was when they threw Zach in right field. And all of a sudden they had an outfield and Zach was spectacular. And Zach robbed me in the World Series of a bomb wow. to the dead center. Z, I know yep. I know you remember that. You laid For out sure. and robbed me. And uh, you, you changed that season around. I mean, Thank yeah, you. and I tell you, Z, also, you know, I mean, the, the year of swimming, I mean, I, I still will say, and, you know, I'm not here to blow smoke, but I'm, but I'm an honest reporter. I will say I don't know that I've ever seen a single postseason performance, and I've seen a lot of great ones um, like that, where he single-handedly changed every game, I thought. Uh, you weren't blowing teams out. You were winning close games. And if a guy threw you one strike, you were making the guy pay for the one strike. Um, and it just it just was unbelievable uh, to me. I mean, I know you had a lot of different That's... components of that team. You had the pitching was great. For Max sure. And, you know, Farco had a great year. I know that. But, um, you know, it's uh, it's it, that was unbelievable. That was fun to watch. If Zach was, if Zach didn't do that, that the most amazing part is if he didn't do that, they don't win. They do I, not win. I, I agree. I agree with you. He I agree needed, with you. He needed it. He needed to do it for his team, and he did it. And that's really, I think, the most amazing part. But but the league, you know, just to show you, if you're playing 18 years, there's so many guys that are just – that give every – like Mo Haber. How long is he playing for? I mean, he's a could be a 30-year guy. I mean, he was Eddie playing Michon. when I was very – Eddie Michon – it's very hard to come up with them off the top of your head, but there's guys, so many guys that I respect so much that play, that have been playing, still play at a level where, you know, they're playing 30 plus years and they're still playing well, um, still take it seriously, still come every Sunday Eddie, morning. You know, Sandy, it's unbelievable. Eddie, it's insane. Sandy, you know, Eddie Michon's playing over 40 years because I remember he was I know, one of the youngest players ever. Over 40 yes. years. And you know what's incredible? The guy's still playing well. He can still hit the ball over your head. He can still hit the ball over your head. He still has a pretty swing. He runs pretty well. And the guy can defend, me, play first. And the guy's a captain. The guy's still great. I mean, that's I'm insane. telling you, I'm also telling you that A.B. Pitcher Cohen was the pitcher in that 87, 1987 semifinal game. He went to the World Series that year. And he, still, and he pitched to the World Series. Still. Amazing. You know, how, 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 you know, how, how does Natural that happen? Natural He's it's got a natural movement. He's got natural yeah. movement on his pitch. It just—it's natural. You know, a lot, it's just a lot of, there's a lot of legends. There's a lot of legends in the league. There's a lot of 
just you know gamers guys that play um you know and the, the, that's that's really what makes the league unbelievable these guys can't picture incredible stop. They, you know they can't stop and and and, and they shouldn't it's unbelievable it, really it's unbelievable. incredible you, do you think there's any other community league or or no. organization no. that compares uh, i don't think i don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know I don't think the YMSL gets enough credit as, you know, how crazy of a league that it actually is. Like, obviously, we're it's a popular, community. everyone knows about it, but. We're a community of, of, of a lot of things repeating in the community. In other words, it's a lot of annual things happen in the community. Not a lot changes, really. I mean, you know, the, 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 the Top Gun, the, the, all these things that are sporting. Well, you know, we, we do this. And I don't, I don't think we have anything that we no. do like this, like, that, you know, no. that, that's, that's, that's been an institution since the late seventies. Um, and you, if you, if you see a guy and you tell him, I have softball video of you from when you were playing. And if you the guy that played in the early eighties, the guy will, he'll, he'll, he won't go to work that day to get the video. You, you don't know what these guys will do to see the video. And you send it to them. They tell you, oh, I was up till four in the morning. I watched every video. I can't believe it. You know, and you see people on there that, that are no longer with us. I mean, it's just, it's an unbelievable thing. I wish we had more footage. Now we're getting footage. Now we have, you know, now we have. But we lost some of our footage from that in the 90s, early 2000s. We have nothing from those. The dark you know, era. You said you. You said you'd yeah. like to see video of me hitting. You'll never see it because, you know. We'll, 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 we will see it. We'll see it. Norman's going to get you in the box. There's no question. We're no, you'll that. never see it when I was actually able oh, to do no. it. No, no, <laughs> no. I get you. It. And also, thank no. God. Thank God. You know, it's actually, it helps and it hurts because if there was footage of gripping and ripping beating the Dodgers, I, I would, I, 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 uh, I would. But there uh, is footage of that. There is footage of some of those. Uh, there's some light, footage light footage. Season. Light there's footage. light yeah. footage. There was light footage. If there, if there was footage, I would, I would. Uh, what's it called? You know, uh, I'd send in something to YouTube and make sure they took that off because it's too right. Dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> and how many rings? It's, it's how many rings bit. are between you two? How many rings are we talking between you two? I it's think we both piece. have three, three piece. Unbelievable! That's great. And we're great. we're one and one and one against each other in World Series. So you ever play together? You ever win together? No, we never played together. No, you know, you know, it's funny. The one time, the one time that Z beat me, I was captain, and it was with all my boys. My most important year, I trade all three titles for that one title, and the title that he yeah. won, the title that he, he won, that we, wow. I beat him, he was captain, and I denied right, him he that captain. ring. You were also captain, captain so. right, that year? I was captain with the Dodgers. Yeah. All oh, right, I was. And captain. Oreos. Yeah, and Oreos. That's true. Also. true. Yeah. True. That was so. He was with all his boys there, and I know he wants that one also. But he did get a pass sure. when all his. Boys. That was a big upset that year. That was a big upset. That was Max's first uh, ring, I think. Right. Uh, first real one as a pitcher. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. I mean, right. the right. O's. The O's were the one seed all the way through, but you know, we I had still an thought AB. that was an upset. Yeah. Yeah, we had an AB coming off that NWO season, so everyone was expecting he was an automatic, you know, win. And but, Buka. Right. Buka was a rookie that year in game two. We're up one nothing, and Buka hit a grand slam, a walk off grand slam. Wow. An all time, wow. all time homer. I mean, the ball was. You played, it. you played some of those games on Logan Road. Yeah. Correct. So, Correct. so that yeah, World Series, it. that World Series was a disaster. There was rain. There was guys away. It was. We played at three in the afternoon. One. I remember. One I remember. It was. Uh, it was all over the place. So that Buka homer was uh, game two on 
Logan Road, a blast into the woods. Uh, there's that an was, epic uh, video of, of that. So that was our one of our main fields when I played. Logan Road was a was a mainstay. In fact, one of my best moments as a player <clears throat> came on that field. I hit a game winning tri- that series. I was telling you uh, that we won three games in a row against Marishama. In game four, I hit a the game was tied. I hit a triple in extra innings to to win game four, and then we went on to win game five uh, right after that, and that was on Logan Road. I hit it over the left fielder's head, um, wow. and to, for me to right, get to right third, in, right into the, for me right to get into, to third is uh, is it's got to be hit far, right into <laughs> the picnic area. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It was it was a, one of my best one of the best shots I've, that I ever hit in the league. Uh, Z. Z, you got anything else for him? Uh, no, you know, just, uh, you know, of course, we always want to hear the the memories, the moments that, you know, you can provide us with, um, you know, the, the color that you bring to the league, like we touched on. Uh, we want to see you, you know, at more games, of course, if you can. Uh, playoffs, things, got, uh, commentary. Thing. We can't get enough. We can't get enough. I, pre- I appreciate it. Sandy, I got one last thing for you. Compare and and we'll close on this, um, and we'll get to our emails, um, and we'll let you go, Sandy. But one last thing, um, comparing players, I understand Jackie had Elliot Braha, Nathan Cowell, uh, my dad, um, Eddie Beta, all these legendary players back in the day. Now you throw them in the mix this year in our league with our when they were in their prime, when they were in their prime. Now they could play with you guys. Of course, they could play with us, but yeah. I'm saying, are they right? They're, they're right in no, the mix. No, yeah, right? they're top guys. They they're top guys, though. Of course, they're, they're top guys. No, of course, they're 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 top ten players. But I'm saying, they're it's not like they're going one, two, three, four, five, right? They're just they're they're throwing uh, in the mix. They're, they're they're in the mix. They're in the mix. There was there was good. Yeah, I mean, they weren't perfect players. They're they're definitely in the mix. Um, but I think yes, Red, they're, they're. I think Red would be the only difference maker because he pitched and hit. So I think he. I think he. Or you did. Or you did well, correct. yeah. I mean, it, the eighties was more of a red time, and the nineties, you know, once you got to mid to late nineties, you did really took over as that number one guy. Red for a while was, you know, the guy, like you said, because he batted clean up and he pitched. So it was like a, you know, you did, you did wasn't a bad hitter, but he wasn't red in Red's prime. Um, right. So yeah, red, red is red, red is legendary. Like you said, the Babe Ruth, but. You know, Jackie had it would be a top outfielder. Um, you know, Jackie Braha. Top, and Jackie Braha didn't play many years either. His career wasn't very long, um, but but was unbelievable. I mean, I thought the year he had in '86 was. I don't I don't remember anybody having a year like that. I mean, he had he had a crazy year in '86, the Golden Jets year, the year they went 21 and two. Um, he went back to back with my father. They won the next year also. Elliot Braha, I mean, guy did it every year, year after year. Um, so great. I don't know how many rings he has. High average hitter, right? High average hitter. Yeah, Elliot was unbelievable. And in the field, his arm, nothing like it. Maris Shama, I mean, top player whenever he played, you know, when, when, whatever era you put him in, he he's unbelievable. I mean, no nobody like him. Um, you know, one of the best to ever play, I think, in this league. There's no question. Um, but I think, yeah, I think the, I think, you know, the legends of those times could play. I think some of the, you know, some of the, the, the late round guys, they couldn't be in the league today. No. For sure. Um, 
All right, Sandy. Sandy, thanks for your time. It was incredible. Loved having you. And uh, hope to see you on the sideline this year in the playoffs. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you, 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 you having me on and love to be on. And, you know, I love to be, be, be on the sidelines and, uh, and, 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 you know, just love being around the league. So thank you. Sandy, thank you very much. Appreciate a great, uh, great interview. Uh, hope to have you back one day soon as well. Thanks again. Thanks, guys. Have a great night. Take, Take care. care you too. Okay, bye bye. Hey, so Z, um, great interview. Uh, Sandy was great. Uh, let's get to some of our emails we have. We have a bunch. There's some that I gotta admit are extremely weak. And I'll tell you guys, <laughs> this is this is this is a memo out to the whole league, whoever's listening. You guys better up your game with these questions, because uh, some of them are just they're embarrassing. So please, please do a better job. Send the better questions. Think before you type. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it can't be erased. Once you send it, that's it. It's there. So uh, I don't know if you want to put your name to it. That's right. So I'll start with the great I, – I like this question here. Let's start with Sammy S's. Uh, JT and Z, uh, Sammy S's from the couch. First off, thank you for answering my question. Okay, last week. All right. My question – uh, this week is about recruiting. Years ago, when I used to be commissioner of the Brooklyn League, we used to have battles with YMSL, always recruiting our top talent. And JT, I always knew you were behind a lot of that. I'd love to hear your side of all that. Like, were you involved with Navy, A.B. Cohen, who turned you down for so many years compared to players like Joe Greenberg, Farka, Ike Mavor, Braha? What were your thoughts? And also, what were your thoughts in 2012 when Abadi and Rishi left the YMSL to go to Brooklyn? Do you guys still recruit now? And any good one's going to be a part of 2023. This, this is an excellent question. Uh, Z, you want to go first or you want me to take it first? Yeah, I mean, JT, I think, you know, you could uh, speak a lot more to this than me. I don't All really right, – so- I was never really involved deeply in the recruiting until, you know, these last three, four years. So Yeah, so I, I was a big recruiter, no question. I brought in Nanu Zolta. Um, A.B. Cohen and Navy, I had no part I, – I- Um, okay, looks like we lost JT. Um, not sure what happened. I think he got disconnected here. Um, so yeah, just I know JT loves the league, loves to dive in and uh, you know get the best talent. Um, so you know he he loves to talk to about those guys. Tell them come play in the majors, uh, come do your thing over here, play with the big boys, play in the best league possible. So I know he went to work. Um, a lot of that and hopefully we get JT back here um, yeah we got we got JT back now so we'll let him uh, pick up where he left off JT you're back with us I'm back okay sorry about that guys got disconnected uh, so I wasn't I wasn't a part of the Navy and the AB Cohen uh, I brought in Nathan Zolta I didn't bring in Far- uh, Fark I used to speak to and say hey you got to play in the majors you got to come to the majors um, you know, Mark Braha also I was a part of Ike Mavor, not really. Joe Greenberg, I didn't even know. Um, but I I, uh, I definitely used to like to help recruit because we really needed talent. You know, we needed it, and I knew how much they'd love it. And uh, so it, it was always – and, you know, I always brought in my friends, so it was always – And how always, good those guys were. You know, it's not oh, just we needed talent. Those were some of the best players, yeah. as you could see, you know. Of course. And, uh, you know, also I brought in was Eddie Harari. Eddie Harari, the pitcher now, I spoke to him in the offseason a couple of times, and we, he finally made the jump. And 
I, I definitely will take credit there. Uh, sure. A couple of new guys that are a couple of new guys that are coming in. You know, Edmund Beta, great pitcher. You'll see him soon. Hopefully, he'll be playing. I don't know about anyone else, but uh, and as far as Jack and Eddie Rishi leaving when they left YMSL to Brooklyn, that was a huge blow. But it didn't hurt so much because I knew Jack was coming back the following year. Um, so it didn't really bother me so much, but it definitely hurt that that season. But our season was still great. Um, 2012, I guess that's the Marlins season. I guess that's when you won, Z. Yeah, yeah, that's maybe, it. Maybe, maybe there's an asterisk there. Jack uh, was- I don't know about that. 13-3 and three Marlins team. Uh, we were dominant that year. I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's that. Uh, here's our next question. From that's Norman. that. And JT, JT, I just want to add, you know, keep doing your thing with the recruiting. I know you love to do it. You're constantly on it. And, you know, it's it's great for the league. So keep at it for sure. For sure. I definitely will. Um, question for you. This is from Norman Jamal from the Jersey Shore. Uh, question for you. How do you feel about a bye week? Used to hate having the week off, but others like the break. Expos here, we opened up with a bye. Yada, yada, yada. Bunch of nonsense here. Um, okay, how do we feel about the bye week? You know, this is one of those questions that really, um, you know, I don't think it's a great question. Z, what do you think about a bye week? Um, I mean, when there's nine teams, if there, if we do get to nine teams, obviously you need the pitchers and the talent to, you know, keep doing that, but there's nine teams. Bye week is great. Set it from before, obviously. Uh, everyone knows their week. Great. You, you know, you have those weeks to get out. Maybe there's a bachelor party. Maybe there's a, a vacation. Maybe you want to go with your wife for a Sunday. So yeah. uh, definitely great. Definitely great. But obviously, if there's eight teams, I want to be playing no. every Sunday. No, of course not. Eight teams, there's no bye. If there's nine teams, I don't like the bye. I mean, obviously, you never want to have the bye to open the season or have the bye to to end the season or you don't want to ever have the buy to um, start after a Passover break or after a rainout. But if you go to nine teams, you have no choice to have a buy. So uh, listen, it could be used for some good. If you're missing some player, key players that week, it's a huge break. Right. Um, it all has to line um, up and, 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 uh, perfectly. So, And one of the best pluses to the, I think the only plus to a buy is really, I think you get, you get to go out and, and watch the league and, you know, you get to go out and watch all the games. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, love that. And hopefully, you know, um, I know we touched on it early on. Maybe we get some afternoon games because there's nothing like watching. You get the playoffs, you get these Friday games, you see the big turnouts. So uh, watching is uh, awesome, just as good as playing. Um, JT, I'll take the next question here. Um, it's Mo Haber, captain from the World Championship, Mo Money Organization. Love the show. Great work. Keep it up. Uh, my question is, best of three series – Home team, you know, the better record gets game one and three. But usually, you know, when you play two on a Sunday, um, you know, the the guy who wins the toss is picking second game home. So do you think it's fair if the home team loses the first game that the, you know, weaker team gets to play the elimination game being the home team? Uh, you know, he's saying game two. So better solution, he thinks, would be the home team gets game two and three, the guy with the better record. Um you know, JT, what do you think about that? I'll tell you what I think. Uh, um, I think it's completely different. You know, regular season, I, I don't think you can compare the two. I think when you have the one, the, when you're the better seed and you're the one seed, come or you have the bye, and you're going to play that week and, and it's the best of three, game one 
you know, I want to be the home team because it just shows you that we're the better team. We're the buy team. We have home field right now. And I, I think it just feels much better. You know, I, in, in the grand scheme, I don't think it's a big deal whether you get two and three, one and three. But I just think the feeling of being that number one seed and saying and, and flexing your muscle uh, and just saying, hey, look, we're the we're 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 the one seed. We're we're gonna be we're gonna have home field game one. Just sets the tone for the series, and, and that's really what it is in all sports. All sports, game one, the better team has home field. So I think it should stay that way, but I don't think it's a big deal. I, I you know a lot of guys are very into the whole licks and and stuff like that. I, I'm like Mars Casting here. Like I, sometimes I like the bat first. You know, I, I don't I don't put so much stock into it. Yeah, uh, I do think it's it's worth a thought. Um, you know, if you think about it uh, on a regular week, you know, the, the guy who wins a toss is choosing game two. So maybe maybe it should be up to the captain to decide. I don't know. But like you said, every sport, every league, game one, the better team, it's on their home turf, it's on their home floor. Uh, and like you said, it's like flexing the muscles. So I, th- I think that's a nice thing as well. But in terms of logistics, it's it's worth a thought. You know, I maybe I would prefer game two and three home. It's like yeah. if you steal game I mean, one maybe, now. Yeah. I mean, listen, I guess you can keep it. Uh, if Norman wants, he can make it, you know, up to the captain, up to the, the one seed if they want to choose or not. But I, I don't think it's a big deal. Um, not a big deal. But nice let's question. Get our, let's get to our next question here. This one's from – let me get to it. This one's from Jimmy Malach. From Deal, New Jersey. Love the podcast. Do you guys have a specific field that you love playing on more than others? If so, why? I like this question. Uh, yeah, nice question. Um, I mean, JT, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, you can go first. I'll go second. Uh, I think there's nothing better than Fireman's East. Uh, sorry, Playground. Um, nothing better than that field. Obviously, it's a classic field. It's the premier field of our league uh, in terms of crowd, in terms of, uh, you know, all the showcase games are played on that field. So it's, it's yeah. definitely a classic field. It's got a great vibe to it. It's got enough room for stands. It's got shade. It's got parking. It's got all, all the things that you need. But I do, I got to say, those ocean port fields, those racetrack fields are phenomenal playing fields um it might not draw the crowd it might not be the same vibes as firemen's but in terms of play and in terms of upkeep of the fields those are those are incredible fields to play on jt not sure how you feel about it but i know 2020 was a big racetrack year yeah so 20 listen that's where you won your first uh that's where you won your first title as a captain there so i i obviously it's special to you um i think Obviously, Fireman's Playground's number one, but I'm I'm a huge Memorial fan, huge. Uh, that's where I started my career. Yeah, forgot forgot playing. about Memorial. That was, honestly, yeah that that was the that was the Fireman's field of our era. Um, yes. Now it changed, so now Fireman's took it over. Um, but Memorial's very special to me, and this year I I don't. By the way, I don't think we played on the racetrack this year, right? Um, I, I don't remember I don't, playing on the racetrack. No. Oh, yes, God. we did. So, yes, we did. Oh, we, we did. did. Okay, we, so week week one, I know I did. So, okay, fine. So, but I don't think we had many games there. I think mainly it was Memorial. So I I hope he, Norman keeps it like that. I love Memorial and I love Firemen's. Yeah, um, Memorial I, one I, is is insane. 
Yeah, it's a great field. But uh, tough so, for the fans to get to. That's the only knock for me, you know. I'm a big fans guy. I love when people can come well, and watch. Well, regular season, it's great for the Brooklyn guys. It's right off the parkway, so I love it. Awesome. I prefer it. But, but, but for the postseason, no question, Fireman's the whole way. Without it, it the, the league takes a huge hit. Huge hit. Fireman's is very important. Um, next question is, should we get to one more? I have a bunch, but should we just do one more and close it out? Yeah, hit us a little more good one, and we'll, we'll close it out. We'll get to some of the rest uh, next time. Okay. Um, all right, Edmund Dweck. JTNC, let's talk umpires. Do you think the current staff is suitable for the YMSL? Is the quality of play on part of the quality of officiating? I've seen some crazy calls last year, and I know it's part of the game, but sometimes you leave the field scratching your head. What do you guys think? Uh, let me let me start with this one. I think the umpires do a heck of a job. Incredible. I think they are. I really do. I think they do a great job. I think it's a very tough job, and I think they call balls and strikes excellent. Some of the calls at first base are a little bit and, – and I think some of the calls at first base are a little bit weak. I think they miss a lot of those. But for the most part, balls and strikes, I think, is the most important part of the game. And I think they do a tremendous job. I'm in the box, and I'm very rarely saying, oh, I got a great call there. Uh, oh, I got a break there. Or, oh, they missed that one. They're calling strikes, strikes. They're calling balls, balls. And, uh, and I, I think they do a great job. I know Edmund is probably saying this because I know – on the threat level year, they missed a huge call at first base, and he was the first baseman. And on the video, it showed he was clearly out, and they called him safe, and it was a huge play. Uh, and so I, I get it. I get it. it. It hurts. When you get a call against you, it's very painful. In the World Series this year, there was a call that they got wrong that they overturned in our favor, and they got it right, eventually got it right. And if they didn't, I would have been fuming. And then there was another play. That yeah, they, they the got right that call point. right. They got that call right at the end of the day, and that's what's most yes. important. Thank God. Thank God. And also, there was a play that Mark Braha it was first and second, one out. Mark Braha, uh, ground ball to him, and he tagged the runner at third with his glove empty-handed. There was no ball in the glove. He tagged with the glove and fired to first, and they called him out on the tag. And that was a huge break that they got and i was very upset about it thank god we ended up winning the world series didn't matter but you know so listen it's part of the game it is what it is they're going to miss some they're going to make some but overall i think they do a heck of a job yeah the umps the umps are only human obviously you know we make errors in the field they of course miss some calls it's tough it's you know they're never going to be perfect i do think uh balls and strikes like you said these guys are you may not love their zone each guy but they're consistent and they stick with it you know that you know, certain ump is a, calls the low ball and the, another ump will call the high strike and inside out. Like, they're pretty consistent overall. Um, definitely no complaints about that. Yeah, like, I, I do think the first base calls um, are a little weak. It's tough. They get sold sometimes. Um, but overall, these umps do a great job. I think they have to put up with a lot of crap. It, it's not easy to ump us men. We're intense. We're, uh, yeah. you know, we're we all a lot care. of pressure under a lot of pressure and in the end of the day it's a sunday morning league uh it means a lot more for us than it does for them so so it's really tough for them to you know put up with the stuff so you know of course always be respectful to them um and i i do think over time these umps they buy into the league so much and they care 
you know, there's, there's a few umps that have been around for, you know, some time. And even some of the newer ones that are getting their feet wet over the last two, three, four years, these guys love the league. They're, they're amazed by it. Uh, they show up to the awards dinners and stuff like that. These guys love it. And, you know, of course they don't want to make, get any calls wrong. They, they want to get those Hello? right calls. Yeah. I think we lost JT. Um, we're going to close out the show here, guys. Thank you. Sorry for the uh, ending there. Great show. Sandy, the historian was incredible. Um, some great emails, guys. Please keep hitting us up in the emails. We're loving the questions. We'll get to a bunch more next episode. Uh, please continue to hit us up. Thank you so much, JT. Great job. Thank you. And uh, have, have a great one, boys. Thank you. Hi, this is your daddy who loves you. And we're listening to the podcast on uh, the Spotify.com. Hi, this is RBJ, and we're listening to uh, the YSML with Zach Eskenazi, and I forgot who the other name is. Hi, this is RBJ, and you're listening to the number one podcast dedicated to the YSMLL. Now here's your host, Zach Eskenazi and JT Tower.